Hello, heroes, and welcome back to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. I've been reading Reddit, and some of you have said that these introductions are long, so I'll try and keep this as short as I can. One Shot is going to be at CODCON at the College of DuPage in Illinois, April 4th through 6th, and at C2E2, April 25th through 27th. On March 18th, Kat and I will be on the Nerdette podcast on WBEZ to discuss One Shot, gaming, and the role-playing system we currently have in development, Epiphany. It will be the first time we discuss Epiphany in the public, and if you want to learn more about the game system, tune in. Finally, if you like us, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. The more of those we get, the more people will be able to find the show. Also, if you want to keep up with updates about One Shot, Critical Success, or Epiphany, follow us at OneShotRPG on Twitter. And with all that out of the way, let's get to it. Everyone, welcome back to One Shot. We are, I believe, concluding our Dungeon World adventure um, today. I know, gasps. We can do it. Uh, I believe you can do it. Uh, that's Cat Murphy. Cat. Hi, all. Welcome to the show. Hey. Ready to do our little weird, awkward, fake it, exchange in the beginning? It's always really awkward. Yeah, I'm glad you always start with me. Thanks uh, for that. Yeah, I, I really want to dive in. I think eventually you'll get good at it or you'll get good at being awkward at it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> One of the two, we can only hope. So uh, let's uh, remind the audience, well, what's your character's name again? Uh, Renegade Red, Renegade Felicitous Fox. Renegade Red, the Felicitous Fox. Otherwise known as Red Fox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the second time I made that reference. Okay. Um, let's, let's see. We already talked about Renegade Red's origin story. Let's, let's learn about one of Renegade Red's adventures. Um, one of the more fun adventures. What did Renegade Red do? Okay. So, uh, this farmer had, uh, kidnapped or not kidnapped, had taken possession of this, uh, little, boy bunny because uh, he was uh, a bad bunny who had been stealing uh who's the, the name the of this bunny uh i believe it's peter 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 mm. and he had three sisters who were really concerned and he thought they were lame but they were good citizens and well-behaved sisters and upstanding members of the rabbit community so they uh, came to her mm-hmm. um and explained the situation and one of them was a little like Maybe he should get out of this himself and blah, blah, blah. And that had been the the um, opinion of his parents who were just sick of having to deal with this rabbit stuff. And it's not all that difficult for them to make more children, which seems like a pretty, <laughs> pretty extreme like a stance. If you weren't raised in a rabbit household. Yes, but, but you know, Growing up in the these Warren. were. She's kind of used to, to some parents that in the human human community would seem extreme. Um, I've lost more kids than you'll ever have. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um it was this was the first pro bono case that she did because these little these these three sisters seemed really concerned for their it, I brother. I love that you've got like a noir detective <laughs> of the forest for Doing animals who need to learn lessons. Yeah, so she went and helped save uh the the young the young male rabbit the who young lost rabbit. his famous blue coat in the exchange the farmer kept it. I don't believe he lost his tail. He might have. He might have lost his tail. It might have been one of those no, stories. No, that was the platonic form of rabbits. Oh. The first <laughs> rabbit, the Ur-rabbit, right, who loses first its tail. the earth, lost its So he tail. only lost his uh, blue jacket, because all animals in this, this universe wear clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that's given to them when they come of age. Oh, god damn it, yes. Um... <laughs> 
And uh, oh, I'm so happy about that. That went on to be one of her most famous stories. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, let's let's move on to Alex Manage. Of the Overshare podcast. That's right. Peaches and Hot Sauce Comedy mm-hmm. Network. Uh, and nothing else. And nothing <laughs> else. Uh, yeah, have you done anything else of note? No. <laughs> nope. No. I don't think I've... Uh, to be clear, I don't think I've done anything of note. <laughs> uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that the Overshare is... Else. Of note. Of note. <laughs> yes. So still, still, still trying uh, so, to, still so trying to build a note. Alex get a note from going. the Overshare podcast, a thing that he has done. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you. Don't make a note of it because it's not that important. Right, right. Yeah. Alex, uh, who are you playing? I am playing Willem, uh, uh Baby, Baby Blues. Blues. Willem Baby Blues, uh, who is a, uh, a singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's well liked. Uh, well, he used to be well liked. <laughs> yeah, much like in the death of a salesman, he is well liked, like Willie Loman imagined yeah. himself to be. Exactly. <laughs> yes, and uh, and and Willem imagines himself to be well liked as well. Uh, so yeah, he's a singer. He's gonna die the death of a lounge singer. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us a little bit? What, what what was one of his adventures? Well, uh, after he 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 became famous and. With fame, with showbiz, as you may know, uh, comes some shady business. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been countless films about it uh, in in this world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, these films are astrally projected. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, with with tiny goblins. the the way The way it's filmed, uh, there are a bunch of uh, tiny demons and goblins that they have act out these things <laughs> inside a projection box uh-huh. <laughs> right so that's that's how they film it uh but in these films uh so he actually got kind of tied up in one of the shady organizations uh in this world and does the world have a name uh yeah this is new Celia. it's new Celia. you're Nucilia. on the content of new continent of new Celia mm-hmm. in uh, the bit largest city in the world mm-hmm. as well as in the continent is new Celia. oh cool so it's, it's self-titled mm-hmm. yeah just like uh willem blue baby blues yeah uh first album self-titled baby blues baby blues it's baby blues uh subtitle self-titled self-titled, <laughs> self-titled right. uh so his first, uh, so his first adventure uh was that he actually had to uh become a mule uh you know not, not against his will literally a mule yeah he was transmuted carry a lot more of your actual mule <laughs> right, so he was transmutated into a literal drug mule uh <laughs> who was uh <laughs> Carrying a, a, a powder, a substance, uh, he had to carry it across the border. Uh, and then uh, w- what happened was the deal was that he wasn't supposed to, you know, he's supposed to be changed back mm-hmm. uh, into a lounge singer. Um, and uh, what happened was when he was changed back, uh, he had aged 10 years. Uh, it took 10 years of his life off. Oh, my God. Uh, so, so he he lost a bit of his youth uh, and his youthful exuberance which sort of led to him uh losing some of his popularity wow wow that is so dark but with that youth <laughs> lost came experience gained That's so right. 
there was an exchange there at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully he'll benefit from some of that uh, on this adventure. Well, one of the one of the holdovers is uh, the spell allows him to turn into a mule whenever he wants. Oh, yeah, and sometimes when he doesn't. Uh, so, uh, so th- that's something. That's something that may or may not come up. <laughs> yes. Excellent. I'm surprised it hasn't come up yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost as if that was generated in this moment. Uh, let's move on to Maggie Dempsey. Maggie, Hello. welcome back to the show. Uh, and remind the audience, who are you playing? Okay, I'll be playing Trinket. Um, she's a 16 year old, kind of awkward, doesn't really have a lot going for her, um, halfling. Um, she's a thief, so she's able to sneak around if she needs to. And she's, again, just kind of all elbows and knees, is kind of, like, not doing so well, but she's got some, she's got some zit meds and some skills, so maybe things will look up. You maybe, know? maybe, maybe things will turn around for her. Uh, what's an adventure that she went on? <laughs> Okay, so she comes from um, her, her her parents are very wealthy, very rich, and they they were looking for her. She had to run away from home because she didn't want to become their little porcelain doll or whatever, you know. And um, one night she was sneaking in um, to the next door neighbor's house where her friend Millie actually lived um, to steal some silverware to bring to the orphanage, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they had left the pantry open, and in the pantry were tubs and tubs and tubs of ice cream. So Trinket snuck in, Millie caught her, and the two of them sat there and ate every single bowl of ice cream until they couldn't eat anymore and fell asleep in the pantry. And I think that was, I think that was the last time that she really felt like she had like a friend, you know? Hmm. What happened? (laughs) She had to run away. She had to stay on the land, but, but, but Millie would never give her away and they shared their, their ice cream. Do they still write? Of course. Millie's one of the most important people in her network, so she can ferry information in and out of their old city. <laughs> network. Yeah, she's the head of the network. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, no, she's got she's got sources. Don't underestimate oh, her, that's, man. That's bittersweet. All right. Let's move on from the sad train. <laughs> and let's go to our special guest, Trisha Bobita from the Nerdette podcast on WBEZ. Hello. The Can Bez. we have some of your money? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I just have it. We're, hey, yeah, we're going to we're going to segue into a pledge <laughs> right. drive. If, you if can have a really lovely now, tote bag. It will be pledge time soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's never far away. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Okay. Uh, so let's continue with the show, even though the, the, my leg is now very wet. <laughs> very wet. Um, uh, Trisha, let's, let's learn a little bit more about your character. Let's uh, remind the audience of uh, his name, I believe, right? Are you playing? You know, I don't know if it we was very pronouns. I don't we know. Haven't, we haven't addressed pronouns for Bangarang. I remember a her being thrown out and I remember a his being thrown out. I believe Bangarang may be gender neutral. Gender neutral. Entirely. Yeah. How oh, well you are not you are an elf. Yeah. So so they no could, facial hair? Maybe they Is like, that the... like procreate by like sponge style? They just like, <laughs> like Yeah, elf one. procreation is a lot grosser than most people imagine. <laughs> How many people so imagine? Just, yeah. <laughs> many okay. Many, many people. This may, this may be your first foray into role playing, but a lot of people think about how I mean, Legolas like, got down. Okay, a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of androgynous elves, at such to the point where you're like, that's either a gorgeous man 
or a really pretty but handsome woman, and I don't want to be the first person to ask. I don't know. I feel like Bangarang falls more into the category of Pat, if you guys remember that movie. Oh, yeah. Ah. It's not necessarily an attractive androgyny. It's just androgyny. <laughs> yeah, remember. It's just neither. <laughs> Bangarang has a weird, creepy body. Mm. Creepy body. Gender neutral. <laughs> Beautiful. It's yeah. on his business cards or its business cards. <laughs> That's my favorite. My favorite description of Gandalf uh, is an early one from The Hobbit that explains that his eyebrows go out past the brim of his hat, and I just all of the things that could possibly mean. He could have a short brim of his hat. Right. It could be a sideways thing where yeah. they go out, they're long and naturally curl out, or like it could go straight mustache. out and go over the top this way. So that either which way, fantastically bushy eyebrows of of, of beyond fathomable prominence are, I think, a key factor in, in any wizard Get on it, Peter age. Jackson. Continuity. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Um, and, and Trisha, let, let's learn about an adventure that uh, Bangarang has been on. Well, I, th- I think we should note that Bangarang is quite old, mm-hmm. and so there have been many adventures. But part of the reason that Bangarang and uh, Willem Blue Eyes don't always see eye to eye is that Bangarang fancied uh, a career in music as well. Oh, mm-hmm. goodness. Um, oh, my. Nucelia? Nucelia. Nucelia's got talent, oh. as you remember... <laughs> Oh, was one of the most popular for a while. Yeah, highly rated broadcast, and again, we mean broadcast via projection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, made it to the final six, but there was the the judge who just couldn't look past the androgyny. Uh, Uh, Yeah, and maybe let's just say it, specious, specious, specious. Yeah, and uh, you know. You know, by day a pub owner, by night still writing songs that writing songs. Bangarang's never had the courage to give those songs to Willem Blue Eyes, though. So. Oh wow! The songbook wow. is is massive. Let's just say that. Oh wow! Well, mm, wow. There's a lot of. <laughs> Sadness in this party. <laughs> a lot I was more. Maybe there's a silver lining to us not succeeding in this mission. Maybe. Maybe well, a blue eyes winds up with some hits. Yeah, once but again. if you fail, you'll also probably end up dead. Oh. So let's see <laughs> if you can succeed and survive. I believe we left off last time as Trinket called out for everyone to nobody move. <laughs> called out for yeah. everybody to, to nobody, nobody move. Nobody move. Because <laughs> I was doing a trap. Uh, yeah, diagnose the syntax of that. Yeah, you, you were doing a trap check. Yeah. Um, and you, I believe, rolled better than that. I was going to say, I think yeah, I you succeeded. succeeded. Okay. With um, the, yeah, with a 12. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you see, as you, you entered the area uh, with the light that is reflecting from Bangarang's uh, wand or staff, or what does Bangarang have? What magical implement would you say? The light, the light comes from the staff, and it's torch-like. Okay, mm. so um, the the magical flames lighting up the area, you notice that certain paths are very well trafficked and certain paths aren't. And pretty much everybody in the party was about to step onto an area that is completely smooth. Um, you look at the floor, um, you get really close to it. As a halfling, you're closer already, so you notice things that tall people wouldn't. You brush a little bit of a side and you see these are pitfall traps. Every area of the room that is not heavily trafficked is going to drop out beneath people. 
and you caught it. Guys, guys, okay. So these really smooth stones, don't don't walk on them, okay? Those are gonna be the pitfalls. We gotta we gotta just go where we can tell other people have already walked, okay? Okay. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> you ungrateful <laughs> <laughs> She's slowly bettering us. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, all right. Somebody's got to. <laughs> Thank you, Bertram. That means a lot to me. Can I ask a question about the cave? Is it size-wise, has the goat come with us? Staying outside? Uh, the goat can easily walk into this cave, okay. actually. Okay, can someone That's please important. tell the goat to also watch out for the pitfall traps? Yeah, okay. So, uh, so what was it? Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Watch Heftling. out for the smooth spots. Okay. <laughs> That's the actual that, exchange. That was the necessary exchange. Yeah. 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 Thank you. <laughs> Were you speaking? Does Does Morgan speak horse? It, yeah. A horse? Um, goat. Oh, like oh the, that's goat. It's, okay. It's, it's, yeah. It sounded a lot like horse. To it me. does sound a lot like horse. <laughs> Um, a lot of people who speak horse just go, oh, yeah, it's just a faster version of goat. That's specious. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm being specious. <laughs> being specious. That's offensive. They to... sound different, okay? I speak mule. <laughs> I speak mule. Almost. Only involuntarily. Mule, involuntarily. involuntarily. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Which mule technically isn't even horse. Hey, this might come up later. It's a bastardization of horse and, and donkey. donkey. <laughs> right. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's a dialect. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah, let's not walk on the smooth stones. So you've avoided the smooth stones. Um, there are many different paths that you could go down. Is it? Can I do discern realities? Absolutely. Um, uh, well, what is so it? Roll it up first. Okay. Uh, and then you get to ask the discern realities questions, which are on your moves sheet. Yeah, I don't have one. Oh, fuck me. Nope. Nope. <laughs> um, so you notice that this room is very dim and poorly lit. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. It's not very bright in here. And I'm not very bright in here. <laughs> <laughs> can I do can I do mirror image to have the um illusion of myself fall down one of the traps so that I can investigate it but not be in danger? Yeah, you you quickly uh, reach into your wizarding pouch and roll your check as plus, plus one. one. So that's nine. That is successful. You quickly patch together a simulacrum of yourself and bring it to life with magic. It dutifully walks right out onto one of the traps <laughs> and boom, falls directly down into a lava pit. Um, All right, so let's not do that. No, okay. Officially. Oh, no, so now no it's official. Lava. Now now that a wizard said it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> You're right, guys. You're right. Let's listen to the thank, wizard. Thank you, Bangarang. Uh, <laughs> Bangarang studied for <laughs> six things. years to put wizard in front of you know, this is, this is name, the, okay? This is the subtle sexism that our society faces. <laughs> Only from the mouths of androgynous wizards, not from teenage girls. But I was right. <laughs> yeah, but now that now that the androgynous wizard said it, it's a salient point. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, you know what? I'm just gonna go in the cave. <laughs> no, so do we. So, so you're rolling your. Uh, what are you doing? I'm just gonna pick a path. Just and picking start a path. Yep. Uh, how about 
I have a good idea. I think it's a good idea. Um, so I have the ability to... Well, you're to, not a wizard, so... Yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, no, I have the ability to hunt and track, so I can see really closely where other people have walked and mm-hmm. walk only there and instruct yeah. people how to do that. Yeah, so roll that. So... <laughs> I don't know where it went. Oh, what? no, that's that's bad. So uh, that's a six. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't even win at all. So you can tell pretty much the areas that were pointed out to yeah. you already. By so, so I step in front and I'm like, hold up, hold up. I'm really good at tracking. Let me see. Because I bet, oh, uh, yeah, just walk where other people have walked. So you anybody, mean not the smooth part. Is there anybody around that we could talk to? Uh, nobody Nobody appears to be here. Hmm. Um, okay, I'm going to spout lore. Spout lore. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, nope. <laughs> no, you're really not. <laughs> Something interesting <laughs> about this mountain this range, uh, the topographical <laughs> area here is supposed to be quite chaotic. <laughs> I would like to contact a spirit. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Okay. Jesus. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to the dead. She, she or he is standing in front of the lava and saying this. Yeah. We're like, oh, shoot. I want to contact a spirit. And so the spirit is bound to answer any one question to the best of its ability. Okay. So I'm going- I also, can I say, I am also an area, my area of expertise is the dead and undead. Oh, yeah. fascinating. I'm going to ask you after I've phoned this friend <laughs> how to interpret. Sure, 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 sure. All right. Uh, so I'm going to ask someone who made it the farthest down the path, so the hypothetical last set of footsteps that fell into the lava pit. Mm. I'm going to ask them which path they took of the paths available. Oh. And up to what point? So That's you, great. Uh, so, and you succeeded in your contact spirit uh, role? Yep. All right. Um, so you uh, reach out beyond the veil of mortality, past the realm of death, into the afterlife, and you bring up the sp- you you summon forth the spirit of the last adventurer who was in this very cave, and uh, a roguish-looking wood elf appears before you, uh, whose features are very sharp and. Sp- Striking with uh, lots of interesting facial hair. Good evening. My name is Jesus. Oh, hi. I'm, I'm drinking. Calm it down. Okay. <laughs> Lava dead. How may I help you, ladies, in one man? And one other thing that I cannot quite put my elven fingers upon. Uh, which path should we take? Uh, this is a good question, yes. And it is a good idea that you ask me, the last person, to die from picking the wrong path. <laughs> I can definitively say, not that one! <laughs> not that one at all! Um, I don't know if we get um, two questions, but like, do you want to maybe like grab like a mead later? Oh, you know, I have a thing. <laughs> it's, called, it's called Eternal Damnation. It's called Eternal Damnation. <laughs> Tied a in nickel. the pits of the lava. No, I get it. I hear that all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so does he show us up to where he... Maybe, he, he points, he points time, to good. one of the cave mouths, which is okay. open. And he's like, not that one. But there's have- plenty of uh, there's plenty of other spirits in lava pits. <laughs> thanks, Willem. Mm-hmm. Thanks. All right. Uh, pray for me. 
They say, they say if you pray for people that they may get out of eternal damnation in the lava pit. And pretty much the only thing I ever did wrong was step into this lava pit trap. <laughs> I somehow so, push past <laughs> the spirit. Yeah, just, I just wave him. Wave I just him wave away. through and I just walk Oh, forward. real nice. <laughs> Uh, and I just continue walking forward on the path that he designated. Mm-hmm. Not to, to go, go down. down. <laughs> to go down. <laughs> no, don't go down. That the way. opposite of the path. <laughs> oh, damn, he figured out I'm a notorious liar. <laughs> this was the only safe path. I am just very lonely. I am an expert on the dead and undead. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I know that... Uh, since I'm an expert on the dead and undead, I know that after you die, no matter how good you are in life, after you die, you still have like a little, there's a little trickstery, you get a little <laughs> trickster in you. And so you want to trick people into becoming dead as well. Mischievous purgatory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so uh, the path that he said not to go down is in fact the right path. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent choice. Very shrewd. You continue down the path. Um, as you, as you walk past a certain line, uh, that was magically inscribed into the floor, lava shoots up out of the ground and fills the other paths with burning death. Mm. That's a dance. The only correct path. Um, and you guys continue on your journey deeper into the cave. Uh, there is a winding set of stairs that have been roughly hewn from the earth, which go down, down, eternally down into an inky blackness. You're surprised at the fact that you can still breathe this air. It is tinged with a sulfury sensation that is very unpleasant. Um, and it begins to get even warm. It begins to get warm and uh, really almost unbearably hot as you go down into the bowels of this cavern. I'm going to discern realities. Alrighty. Nine. Where? What's uh, wisdom is zero. So so nine. Yeah, okay. It's wisdom. Um, yeah. Um, so what nine. is about to happen? Um. So you are. Listening very cautiously, you're touching uh, your hands to the stone, you're feeling for vibrations, any sort of tips that you can get uh, when you hear a distant rhythmic thudding that you know only you could hear because your ears are so close to the ground. Guys, guys, I think I hear some sort of like, like, like it's a, it's a rhythmic thudding, like someone is drumming <laughs> or marching somewhere in the distance. Do you guys hear it? Just can we just believe me? Just that it's real, please. <laughs> there is a stiff silence. <laughs> a stiff, judgmental silence. Guys, I have done nothing but try to support this mission. Okay, you're the only three people who have ever been cool to me, besides my friend Millie and this wonderful ice cream party we had. Rocky Roads, my favorite. We've heard about it. All okay, right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, please trust me on this, okay? There's something There's something in the distance. We should be cautious. Okay. I was already being cautious, but I'll be more cautious now. He crouches slightly, <laughs> which is his cautious mode. Thank you, Bertram. Thank you. Well, I think we continue on, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no other way to go. You gotta keep going. Um. So, one, you, you can sneak and try and scout ahead a little bit if you... Okay, that's been super successful, guys. I got this, okay? 
Yeah, one of these has to. No, oh my okay. god! <laughs> Just this one time, we're gonna really believe in you. So, <laughs> like, if you don't think that we should be cautious, I'll prove it. I'll walk ahead on my own, and I'll sneak and scout. And you, you march uh, angrily into the darkness and miss a step on the again roughly hewn stairs that spiral down into the inky blackness, um, and you fall. Ow! Oh, oh, ow, jeez, ah, gosh, oh no, ouch, ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, no! (laughs) And you take six damage. It is reduced by your armor. So it's five. So it's five damage. (laughs) But you fall... You fall down and you're now dizzily waving your head in front of what appears to be a, what what would I call it? A a horrible pack of wargs that have riding upon their backs orcs. Jesus. Um, guys, guys, a little help. I'm going to sing a song to heal her. <laughs> Can I see her? Do I have to see her to be able um, to do it? Yeah, so you're, you're, you're like, you, you don't have to see her, but you saw that she was falling down the stairs, so you know that somebody is, that she's definitely going to need healing after that. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to be able to direct, direct it perfectly like you normally can. So you take a minus one to this. Okay. Being if you fail, it will heal or help somebody unexpected. Oh, so I have to roll two d six to see whether I can do it, or yeah, you roll two d six whether see whether it helps her or somebody else. Fuck me. I want to spout lore about uh, these orcs and wargs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that well, that one's cocked. Oh no, that's okay. Guess you just move the wire. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what do I get? Do I get any plus for this? Uh, yeah, it's your song, so it's charisma, I believe, right? Ten. 10. Perfect. So it directly heals her for. <coughs> Sing to me. Sing to me, Willem. You get to. I know it ain't much. But you fucked up. So a lot I- of swears in his song. <laughs> Dears are fucking with us. (laughs) (laughs) Spouted lore 11 about these orcs and wargs. So these specific guys. Because it's weird to me that wargs are hanging out at the bottom of a bunch of really rickety stairs and a a volcanic mountain. Uh, Generally speaking, orcs that ride wargs are more organized than most tribes of orc. Uh, a lot of the orcs in the city work for the city's thieves guild, um, and they work in the enforcer unit. Um, anytime somebody's, you know, stepping on their territory, uh, the goblins in control of the thieves guild send out the orcs to, you know, rough them up and lay into them. So orcs are actually generally a pretty servile race. They usually fall in step with a, with some sort of master and somebody who knows to hook them up with the wargs would have to be fairly clever um so you can expect these particular orcs and wargs to be very organized organized if you will (laughs) cat looks like she won't (laughs) (laughs) um have they seen me yet can i backstab them 
definitely not. <laughs> you know, literally very... tumbled down the stairs. Oh, 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 oh hey. <laughs> Fine, fine, fine. Drink it, drink it. And yes, then there was a really them. loud song. That was mildly specious, by the way. Ask, ask them who they're working for. Um, um, <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Um, down, hi, down here. Hi, hi, hello. Hello. Hi. You're, um, very in- intimidating, sir. I'm, I'm. Thank you. I'm. You're welcome. I'll work hard at that. I know what it's like to work hard, and I'm... I'm Okay. Uh, um, it seems to me like we're making a connection. Can I run down? I want to run down and meet her down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody in the party quickly arrives after her, unless anybody wants to intentionally straggle. No, no. takers on that. No. All right, so everybody like arrives and you pose as a team at the bottom of the I've stairs. Got, uh, I've actually gotten the ability Charming and Open... Mm-hmm. Which means when you speak frankly with someone, you can ask a player a question from the list below. They must answer it truthfully. Then they miss. Then they may ask you a question from the list, which you must answer truthfully as well. Interesting. It's I an love adorable that. feature. Yeah, that's great. All right, ask um, away. Do, I think I have to roll though, and I'll need a question from the list too. Yeah, I'm gonna. Um, no, you know what? I know exactly what I'm gonna ask you anyway. You have to ask from the list. Yeah, that's sure. I'm the GM. I can do whatever I want. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Okay. God, In this works. universe, I am God. Uh, I rolled a 10 plus two charisma, which is 12. Oh. Um, so, so my question yeah. is, whom do you serve? <laughs> we serve the dragon tyrant Patrick. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, oh, he, oh hey. He's, he's. <laughs> oh, um, hey. May the tyrant squash your bones till they're paced. Yeah. <gasps> May he steal your dreams from you and parade them in front of you as you suffer. All right. Well, that's all well and good. Okay. So anyway, let me tell you. What are you lot doing here? (laughs) Well, let me, let's get down to business. Answer truthfully. (laughs) Let's get down to That's how your ability worked. I honored your role. It's time for you to honor it the same. Okay. Well... Getting down to brass tacks here. Yep. I'm here for the songbook of comebacks. That's it. That's what I want. We're here to get that songbook. And to not die. Can I just... Okay. I think we're anywhere I think I can make one of those happen. Mm. Which? I'm so far. I'm so far. Like you guys, I want to help you out. Right. But I feel like we're both followers of the mighty dragon tyrant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, you're going to be right. singing for a congregation. I am. I'm going to oh, be singing. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. Generally, the processions are grim. Very, very <laughs> grim. Some music and levity would really show people that the oppression of the dragon tyrant is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if we've been oppressed for thousands of years, it's going to continue on. No reason to change horses midstream, so to speak. Sure. All right. Um, I can give you the songbook. Then I'll have to kill you. Um. Or you can leave right now and I'll let you live. That so- sounds fair. Since this orc seems to have, can I can can I confer with everybody? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you lock us to not listen. Fingers in my ears. Fingers in my ears. 
Gather up. Huddle. A huddle? Huddle. Bertrand, get in here. Do you think I stand a chance, guys? He's fairly handsome. I like his face. Enough. <laughs> you don't. Put it away. <laughs> you, you need to love you first. <laughs> You need to love you first. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Before you do anything, you have to love you, Junior. All right. Black dog. Here's what like I, I love me. Yeah. I love me. I love me more than. <laughs> yeah. Self love. The title of my second album. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sing you a tune from Self Love a little later when we get out of this thing. Yeah, Wilhelm is actually elvish for love of the self. <laughs> So I think I can get that book. And if I sing that song before he has a chance to kill me, uh-huh. I think he'll let us go. Ah. Uh, uh, well, we can <laughs> I think he will. I think I'm putting it. Gonna... <laughs> 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 maybe not. Who knows? I'm willing to take a try. <laughs> I like that option. That's great. Let's just go. We might as well. <laughs> all right. What have you decided? We're all in agreement. <laughs> yes. Option. I'll take. I'll take the songbook. Thank you. A songbook and death. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Can I ask? You? Let me ask. I'll say. I'll say. Hey, Scott. Very original. <laughs> Not many adventurers who come down here for that option. Let me. I respect a man <laughs> who's different, and you, sir, are very different. Hey, champ. Can I ask you something real quick? How? How? How soon after I get this book are you planning on killing me? Oh, it's not up to me. Oh, uh, is it? <laughs> we, as long as we're just talking frankly. Here. <laughs> uh, yep, yes, just you and me and my battalion of orcs and our wogs. And we're here too. Right. <laughs> and your comrades. Uh huh. Anyway, yeah. He an ally the... with invisibility just to. <clears throat> oh, yeah. The... If oh, yeah. you want to subtly uh, touch yeah. an ally, well, and you is... w- you will have to roll a sneak roll. Okay. Um, and we need a plan B, is you, all will, <laughs> you will roll your invisibility okay. roll. If you both succeed, <laughs> okay. they will not notice that she has turned invisible. Okay, eight plus dex? Yep. Okay. All right. So ten, yeah. So ten. Because this is probably gonna work, but I need no, to I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and there's that's an eight plus one, so that's nine. So that is successful. However, you have to you know choose one of the uh, drawbacks. You either damage the fabric of reality, harming your spells for the duration of the day, or invisibility is used up. I think we're not gonna need to be invisible anymore. I think that's right. a good, yeah. So. She becomes invisible, and the orcs are none the wiser. So how about that songbook, boyo? No, but you were asking why. You, do, you why? remember? Oh, right, right. Right. Oh, wait, okay. right. Anyway, sorry. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking frankly here. Yeah, we're me talking about... My, let's do a walk and talk, shall me, we? Let's my, take you towards a book. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll leave my two comrades, my luxury goat, <laughs> and... <laughs> You're invisible, yeah. yeah. You two, my two comrades. Two. Oh, just me? Yeah. My okay. two comrades. My luxury. One, two. Oh, it's the badger countess. <laughs> you don't want to get on. Listen, pal, you don't want to get on his bad side. 
That's, All right. So I have he's a, a dear friend. He's he's also a uh, question about this bedroom. <laughs> he he's intimidating, savage, and and savage. So yeah. what does that mean in terms of any mechanics? Uh, that means he. Okay, so the way Dungeon World works is whenever you pick modifiers like that, especially the ones for like your look, like mm-hmm. you know, wild hair and whatnot. Uh, it means to the story what it should mean to the story. So if he's intimidating, people are intimidated by him. Oh, cool, cool. So that he doesn't rarely because he's an he, he's a yeah he's wearing a bow tie, but sometimes he takes that bow tie off, like right now. Yeah, um, he's, he's got been... little cuffs on his hands as well, <laughs> and he sort of rolls them up. He's been looking puts at these up his wards. dukes. That's the he has his ankle biter like tattooed awkwardly across it. <laughs> yes, yeah. starting to glare down these wargs. The, yeah, the the wargs like sort of like are you know backing up a little bit. It's a thing of like how cats can freak out really big dogs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That they won't, they won't cross that, yeah. spot, that, that point. Yeah, that amazing YouTube video of the cat chasing the bear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the bear's like, oh, hell no. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is sharp. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a friend. I've got two comrades, a luxury goat, <laughs> and a dear friend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Now we're walk- now as we're walking and talking here, pal. Doing a walk and talk being shot from the front. Yeah. All of us walking out fanned out uh-huh. along the hallway. That's right. We're walking, we're talking. About how long Very arid sulking. Right. <laughs> About how long after I get this book? Do you think I'll be killed? Oh, it's entirely up to uh, you know, uh the supreme leader of all things. Oh, so you're talking about the great... The great dragon, dragon tyrant, tyrant who one day rise up and envelop all kingdoms under his iron claw. Okay, well, I think I'll take a chance at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not often he directly interferes with the affairs of mortal beings apart from to cause misery and suffering. You know, the usual. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. silently and invisibly sneaking behind them as they're doing their walk and talk down the hallway. Um, and yeah, you're doing. That became thicker enthusiasm music. You sneak with the subtlety of Larry David, famous rogue who who was only ever caught because he got into arguments with people about manners. Yeah, someone was wrong. He had to correct them before he left the dungeon. Um, so, yeah, you, you are sneaking, uh, and the halls start widening out until, uh, and the, you can see a little bright, uh, threshold at the end of this tunnel as you're doing your walk and talk with this orc and his compatriots. Um, and you enter a massive throne room and you see more gold than you have ever seen in your lives. A massive hoard that if you had 100 luxury goats, you don't think you'd be able to move this amount of gold in a week. <laughs> there is so much gold. Um, which, as we all know, gold in this setting is measured in what a goat could feasibly carry <laughs> i want to parlay can i do that uh hold up 
Okay. <laughs> Let me finish the description. Oh, sure. On top of that pile of gold, uh, sitting in this huge cavernous room, which has got lava on either side, you see a massive white dragon. <clears throat> um. <laughs> <clears throat> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Oh, as you enter the room, it opens an eye and the eyeball lazily rolls over to see who has entered his domain. I think I made a mistake. <laughs> oh, you stick to your guns, mate. Again, very original decision. Very unique and interesting. We'll be talking about you a lot after we kill you. In the break room, the union regularly scheduled breaks. I start slowly and silently sneaking up the gold horde towards the dragon. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Do yep. I roll? Can I? I want, I'm going for backstab since he. Yeah, you're invisible, so you get a plus three to this. Okay. So I'm gonna go for a backstab. You're gonna try oh, backstab. Okay, already, already? Already? Stab not it yet, already? Yet, or you're just moving yet. yourself into place. <laughs> moving myself. That's into what place. I understood. Yeah. She was moving herself. Okay. Into okay. Place. She no, that's a good. Seven. Seven All right. plus three. So ten. Okay. So ten. Um, <laughs> just gonna go straight murder. <laughs> I was going to go berserk on the dragon. Apparently terrible strategy. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> not. Maybe don't do that. This motherfucking dragon. This I'm giant, sick of it! Ah! This giant white dragon that scores of orcs worship because it... It's a god. I yeah. was just going to murder a deity while a I was deity. two feet invisible. A 15-year-old... Right, that seems like a great strategy. 15-year-old girl. That sounds like a teenage plan to me. I, uh, Fuck so- the man! <laughs> <laughs> so, so I uh, I know about books, and uh, I know that dragons are supposed to have a weak spot on their stomach. So I'm going to use familiar prey and see if I can find the weak spot on this dragon's belly because mm-hmm. they all have one. All you have to do is stab them with an arrow there, and it's I've, well, you're like, well, the five. weak spot should probably be on the dragon's belly, and the dragon is laying down. Okay. Dragon's laying down. Dragon's laying down. Never mind. Dragon's laying down. I thought. I thought. No. It's laying on the belly. <laughs> that we would attack. There we go. This is unfortunate. <laughs> Thank I, you. I'm going to attempt to talk to this dragon. Yeah, I want mean, to. I want to use uh, first level spell telepathy to like hatch a little plan because we're already in the audience of the dragon, so we probably should have had a plan when we walked in. <laughs> why? But why didn't we do that when we were <laughs> confi- conferring? Yeah. <laughs> <with you. laughs> With one other person at a time, so oh. I couldn't have told the group. Oh, okay. So, but I can. So I could choose to to have a connection with you, who's now snuck behind the yep. dragon, yep. or with you because I think now uh. well, you have their attention. Yeah. And I think if I double up with telepathy and then a level three, and- which would be the end for me, mimic spell. We could sing in harmony <gasps> from the songbook, uh, which would be unprecedented. You- I think. I think that's yeah. So. I think that definitely aids that role. Absolutely. I don't know, game master. That's uh, that's a brilliant. St- that's a brilliant plan. An <laughs> utterly works. brilliant plan. You start w- f- figuring out how there to get are a lot of stereo. moving pieces there. Um, uh, ma- the primary piece of which would be that you would have to get your hand on the songbook of mighty comebacks. Um, so you have to attain that first. That's step one. So say, can we discern realities and see if it's in the room? Um. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna give it to me. Um, nine. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, a nine plus. 
Plus what? <laughs> Wisdom. Wisdom. Just nine. Uh, this room appears... You're too young to be wise. <laughs> Zing. Wow. <laughs> Says the man who is magically aged and <laughs> has ten years of his wisdom from the couple of months he spent as a goat. Mule. 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 And Whatever. A goat would make you wiser because they have beards. True. <laughs> um, so you look around and you notice that this room appears to have many magical artifacts around it. Um, it would be difficult to discern exactly which one was uh, the song was the songbook of Mighty Comebacks. Uh, but you look around and you see a particular dagger. Uh, it has a gold hilt uh, with a ruby red jewel in the pommel of the dagger. Um, and the uh, metal on the dagger appears to be swirled. Uh, it's very, very bright, shining silver with a black metal that seems to absorb the light and shadows around it. Can I use my thieving stuff and pinch it? Yeah, you can definitely roll that check. <laughs> Eight plus dex, maybe? Yeah. Ten. Ten. Absolutely. Oh, wow. You grab this <laughs> wow. you grab this dagger. You don't know what abilities it may have, but you have now in your possession a magical dagger. Oh, shit. So my berserk plan is looking pretty good now, uh, y'all. <laughs> Uh, so you, so the dragon, uh, moves its massive head forward and centers its predatory eyes on you and your goat and your, <laughs> your, I don't know, ch- children's book author <laughs> and thing. It's really difficult to say what you are. I know I probably don't want it to touch me. <laughs> um, Oh yeah, and a badger. What is clearly? Describe this. Puts on its little brass claws. Dragon goes. Who who has wandered into my domain? I, the mighty and powerful Patrack. Who rained down suffering and oppression upon the world one day when I come to power? Oh, hey there, Scout. <laughs> <laughs> you might know me. Hey, listen, do you have ears per se? I do have ears. They're not external and ridiculous as the ears of lesser beings. Okay, anyway. (laughs) That's that's all well and good, but if you had any sort of hearing, you know who I am. You've heard my voice. Have I? (laughs) I'm sure you have. Pretty sure I've lived here growing fat on the anguish of mortals for the past hundred or so years. How old are you? I'm about 50 years old. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so maybe not. Maybe that's not a thing. I'm more like 40, but I did lose about 10 years of my life because of a... (laughs) That sounds like a fact I don't need to know. (laughs) (laughs) You can do it. (laughs) 
Um, question, is this information relevant to me finding the mighty Patraki, which will be my kingdom and domain? Uh... Yeah, it is. You know, I have uh, quite a bit of sway with your followers. They're big fans of mine. I've, uh, you know, got an engagement to sing your praises. Oh, you landed a gig, did you? <laughs> did I landed a gig? That's good. <laughs> oh, their processions are very grim. <laughs> <laughs> you could really use some music to lighten things up. Oh, and, and I will. I'll give it some song. You look like you have an idea here while he's distracting. Um, while this is playing out, <laughs> I would like to use the Enchanter advanced move um, because with the magic item that she has, you will have to truthfully tell me what it does. Excellent. Yeah. Big money, big money. <laughs> big money, big money. No whammies. Yes. Yes, nine. This is a dagger of dragon slaying. <laughs> <laughs> Do we all know this? Uh, no. She knows. She, uh, like the the wizard knows it certainly. And uh, are you telepathied up with the uh, yeah invisible thief? Um, well, how long have did you, you roll? Us? Have you decided to do that? Oh, I thought it was with the. Uh, I thought it was oh, with Mister Blue Eyes. Yeah, I don't but know I can... who he. I don't know who you elected to do telepathy with. So whomever okay. you're telepathizing with. All right. So Plan B, I telepathize to him, and that's the harmony okay. idea. So, so yeah. I'll have to. I would have to roll again to see if I can. And are we still linked up? Do you want to spell lore about a dragon right now? Just. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, do it. Yeah, I should probably, I should probably do that, huh? Roll that. Um, all right. Eight. Um, yeah. So you get an interesting and useful fact. Dragons often kill adventurers that enter their domains, and adventurers who prepare with dragon-slaying weapons have their weapons displayed in the cave because the dragon believes it shows people how powerful and inscrutable it is. Really, it provides weapons for people who were not clever enough to research beforehand and entered the cave without a dragon-slaying weapon. No, I still want to try backstab. I'm right there. I have a dragon-slaying thing. This, this Here, weapon. I'm going to try maybe saying what I know. Because you are we still linked up telepathically, James? The the wizard and you. The wizard and you are still linked up telepathically. Telepathically. She could tell me something, and I could just work it into a conversation ah. slyly. Mm-hmm. I, but I really do want to see this badger just go to town on this <laughs> dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let me try and backstab it. I can do it. <laughs> You don't want one of those, like, in a nostril. That's not good. It's not good for you. Just tear it apart. I've got a nosebleed, you don't know. Guys, can I try backstab? Please trust me. I'm invisible. I have a dragon-slaying dagger. But you don't know that you have a dragon-slaying dagger. Oh, well, telepathy with me, and we'll see if I can. But she can't. She can't. Oh, that's why I want her to tell me so then I can work it into the conversation. You don't know. Because you're invisible. You can still hear me. What are the the things for someone being surprised by you? Like, he's seen me, so he's not going to be surprised by me shooting him in the chest, but we were able to make people sleep before. What does it take for someone to really be surprised? Um, Again, it's... If you can justify that okay. this would surprise him, that it surprises him. Okay. I'm invisible. <laughs> cool. Okay. Is this a good plan? Are we going to do this? If it fails, then I just get hurt and y'all keep fighting. 
I wonder what, you what, is, you what die. So I understand and maybe can lend some wisdom. What is the plan? <laughs> I, I know of about two plans that are floating in the ether, and I want to make sure that... Plan A now <laughs> is you telling me about the dagger telepathically, then me working it into the conversation... So I hear and learn that it's a dragon slaying dagger. Yes. And then I'm invisible. I sneak up and I stab this bitch. Yeah. That's plan A. That's plan A. <laughs> Which worked really well for whoever took that dagger into the lair before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Salient point. <laughs> but they didn't have the element of surprise, I would guess. Right. And they didn't have old blue eye. <laughs> old baby blues. Old baby blue. Oh, and also, I'm going to do underdog. When you're outnumbered, you have plus one armor. And you guys are definitely outnumbered right now. <laughs> so do I roll for that? Or do? I mean, you just have it. Okay. When that condition is met. Which it is. Yeah. You have that advantage. Okay. All right. Let's go. I like it. What do you think? Well, (laughs) say we kill him, right? Yeah. So we kill the dragon. What are we going to do about all those orcs? Well, they're going to... Then we got the songbook. Where's the songbook? Do we see the songbook? Can we discern realities? No. What has brought these beings into my domain? Why are they not dead and filleted into delicious chops for me to sup upon? You're, are you asking Aaron Orkin, the orc? I am. He is. That's <laughs> where his question was directed. Ah, uh, great Patrick. Uh, I offered these men uh, because they were very open and truthful with me, so I was open and truthful with them, and then we got to know each other, we decided we like each other, and (laughs) I offered this strange man an exchange. Uh, He seeks the songbook of Mighty Comebacks, and I offered to to give it to him and then kill him. Oh, yes. That's about the long and short of it. As you know, it's very important to anyone in the order of Patrak in the Patriarchy to follow a very systematic code of rules of conduct and um, um, respecting your lessers. So I will show you the respect that you deserve, allow you to observe the treasure you seek before... Roasting you alive. The classic Bond villain mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awfully sweet of you. Thank you. Mm. Uncharacteristically sweet, I we are in the patriarchy, we respect the savagery of those we spit upon. Okay, well, where is it? Um, and his tail flicks up uh, from behind the massive pile of treasure and swoops into a corner of this cave, which must be full of riches. And wrapped in it is a tiny, tiny, tiny book that he waves that he waves out uh, in front of you. As you can see, it's right here. It was first, um, I believe, written in by Zathrax the okay, Terrible well, that sounds all to good. play in an audience <laughs> for Jeric, uh, the mighty hero of the Grey Elves who was imprisoned in an egg of stone and then hatched many hundreds of okay. years later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all. That sounds great. Thank you. <laughs> Right, we we have maybe we have maybe another option here, which is that in my gear I have five books, and I also have as one of my cantrips 
prestidigitation. So I could make one of my books look exactly like this book. Ah. And swap it. Like I do a switcheroo. The old switcheroo. <laughs> We've got a bunch of plans right You've now. We've got a lot of plans. <laughs> I'm just throwing things out. They're all say. kind of equally <laughs> <laughs> destined to fail. <laughs> Miserably. <laughs> if one plan fails, you always have fallback plans. I think now what you need to decide is the order of plans. <laughs> okay. I say I'm gonna commit okay, I know about the I know about the dagger. So great dragon person, great dragon man. Listen, say say somebody would We prefer have- the term dragon dragon as it implies <laughs> more than a man. Anyway, <laughs> let's not go off on that, huh? Let's talk you and me, man to dragon. I'm talking, I'm, uh, you know, I'm speaking frank, frankly with you. Oh, and I, and I will speak frankly with you, pest. So, can I ask you, these weapons in here, are they all, they're dragon slaying weapons? <laughs> Some. <laughs> what would that you is say? an open and honest answer. What would you say the odds are? <laughs> One in three. <laughs> There's a pretty good odds. <laughs> I've killed a lot of dragon slayers. I say we go for it. Backstab. <laughs> okay. Do we? That, I mean, She's going for it. She's precocious. Go. Uh. Okay, okay. Should we try? Should I poison him? Should we? Poison should him? absolutely try and poison him. I'm gonna tell you that right okay, now. Okay, let's try and poison him. Great. Okay, so poisoner. Here we go. Oh, Ten plus what? So that's a success. I can tell you that right now. A success with no drawbacks. Ten um, plus but, your death. So it's so poison. That's 12, yeah. So is, have you rolled your poison rolled yet, or do you need to roll anything with that? I have no idea. Let's look at it. Yeah. What does your poisons do? Thanks. Twelve. You just is that for the backside? The twelve? Yeah. God. Real damn. good. Real good. Oh, you Real just good pick roll. which one you're using. So are you using the oil of Taggett because you have it circled? Yeah. Okay. So the target falls into a light sleep. A light sleep. Boom. But when you fall into a light sleep, you lose you, your muscle control. Yeah, you let go of things. Probably you drop. Rolling with your tail. Yes. Maybe. Indeed. Maybe. So. Um, so you have stabbed into this dragon, the dragon slaying dagger. Uh, you plunge the dagger forth uh, into what you think would be like a major artery. You're trying to circulate this poison. Um, and the scales almost are repelled away from the blade. That's how the dragon slaying works. It's not that it does more damage to dragons, but it simply cuts through their tough armored hides more easily than most weapons would because it gets the scales out of the way. Now, you need to roll damage. Mm. And add your sneak attack because he was unsuspecting. D8. That's that guy. A D8, and I think your sneak attack so might be D6. That's that guy. Okay. okay. Sorry, that's a D8. This guy here. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Three. Plus. Uh, D6, yeah. Two. Five damage to the mighty dragon Patrak. Yeah, five damage. It's pretty weak sass for a bold move. <laughs> it's fine. It's great. Um, oh, dear! What's all this then? 
Um, the orc sees a halfling appear near the neck of the dragon. Who's like, mm, I suddenly feel as though I need to. And uh, he falls into a light sleep. Um, and the book falls from his tail. I'm I'm gonna run and try to get ready it. to fall <laughs> into a lava chasm. No, no, no you so, can do it. You can do it. You gotta run for it. Oh my god! <laughs> this is a dexterity check. Fuck. You can do it. You can Wait, do does it. Does somebody else want to? Somebody maybe try can and get aid. It? Somebody can aid you, but I think this is up to you. And Mr. Be- okay, I'll aid. I'm dexterous. Or how it- do? How do? Who aids me and how? Yep, that's yep. how it's so, going to work. So, if you can justify yeah. me that you're aiding to him. Okay, Mr. Badger is going to run up alongside him. So he's going to, Badger, with the Badger, assumption, actually, Badger, that he's going to fail. So he's like, he's going to get really close. So I'm going to get there and then springboard off of his back and through the air g- and get it over the pit. That's that's his plan. Yep, that's a good plan. He might Badger. even use his bl- Badger Blub to ride the updraft to to make it Badger Blub, that's a thing. Hey, guys. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay. So now you need to roll your aid for the badger. Now, does anybody else have any other ideas? Because he's going to need some aid. Okay. I conjured my unseen servant who can carry things. All right. Yeah. Okay. So that would absolutely aid. So, Alex, um, your check, what's your deck score? Does that subtract or add to that or neutral? I don't know where my sheet went. That's an important thing to have. Zero. So so it adds nothing. So uh, this turns it into a five. Uh, The aid of the badger will turn it into a six. This is going to need to be a whole team effort. The unseen (laughs) servant, if successful, will turn it into a seven. And if you have anything to add that is successful, that will that will also turn it into a seven. So one of you needs to succeed on an aid in order for this book not to be lost okay. into the fiery pits of lava. No pressure. Okay, so plus that's seven plus dex. Wait, no, plus whatever plus, your unseen servant. So so intelligence. So eight. So that makes it. So that means that you're successful in casting. You it. are successful. So. What happens is uh, <laughs> you have you have Baby Blue <laughs> He's trying his jumping forth, arms outstretched, falling, I'm going to say, a good four feet short of where he's supposed to be to catch it. Uh-huh. But then Mr. Badger jumps, jumps onto his back and scrabble, scrambles up his head, runs up his arm, and jumps off that. <laughs> And Bertram, he grabs the book and he holds it up <laughs> and, and then realizes he's falling down into the lava pit oh, no. when suddenly an invisible force catches him and cradles him mm. and he holds the book <laughs> in his badger blub. <laughs> um, ankle biter. <laughs> ankle biter. And he's put, down, he's put down lightly next to the lava chasm. However, there was a person who didn't quite make that jump all the way. Now, in order to catch yourself, you're going to have to roll something else. Uh, again, Alex, in this game, any idea that you have can work. I have no ideas. <laughs> I run up and I grab his ankle. I was right there by the dragon. I wasn't there to help. I got there too late, so I run up to aid him. Yeah, 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 definitely. I don't... Uh... Oh no! No no! <laughs> so here's what happened. Uh, you 
immediately uh, <laughs> grabbed a shield from the treasure and you surfed down the pile of treasure uh, to go grab his grab his hand as he fell into the lava chasm. And then you're like, oh, my God, he's so heavy. And then now your hand is dangling on dangling in the lava chasm and he is dangling beneath you. What are you guys doing? <laughs> so, uh, okay, so I am going to um, tie uh, one of the ends of the rope to one of the, uh, yeah, to that just, rope. A, a, yeah, the rope, <laughs> a rock sitting there. And then I have an arrow, so I'm going to shoot that into the pit. Mm-hmm. Whereabouts they are, because it would take too much time to run over there and chuck it in. For right, them. right. So, so I'm doing that. So, so you're shooting a rope. Let's see. And I can make shooting cosmetic changes with prestidigitation and make the rope as long as we could possibly need it to be. Oh, that's oh. beautiful. Yes. Okay, so uh, that's going to be a ten. Excellent. So now this incredibly strong and light rope lands in the pit by you guys. It is going to take a strength check to hoist yourselves out of the pit and away from fiery death. You might not be strong, but you know what is? Mm. A mule. (laughs) And also... It was no ordinary mule that you were transformed into. It was a mighty mountain mule, which are famous for their ability to climb. You're just holding that rope in your teeth. And... and I start climbing back yep. up. Uh, so yeah, roll that check. Oh, I gotta die. I gotta, I gotta plus roll it. two because you're a mule, <laughs> and you roll that check plus one because you have a rope. Okay. Eight, eight success. Fuck, thank God. Six plus one, seven. Seven. That's also a success. Yes! You guys, Jesus Christ, save yourselves from. Um, and you, you, there's a hand reaches out to you and sort of pulls you up. <gasps> Oh, thank goodness. Oh, I was really worried about that. That was quite dramatic, that was. I thought we'd lost you. You saved us. Thank you. But anyway, here's your book. (laughs) Oh, thanks. And here's my sword. (laughs) So hold on. As he's doing that, he expected that to work. So if I suddenly stabbed him with two swords... He'd be surprised. He would be very surprised. He'd be pretty surprised. So I'm going to do that as he just goes to raise his sword. I'm going to call the shot on, uh, on his arms. On his arms. Uh, do I want? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so let's see. Dragon's still asleep. <laughs> Lightly. Okay. Just checking. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Uh, I got a seven. So. It's just my damage. No, yeah, that and it's uh, okay. Okay, so that it's called shot is well, just regular damage when you're. So if you if you get a ten plus extra stuff happens, otherwise it's just your damage. Okay, so but it's like a normal attack. Yeah. Too, so other people can attack you now that you've rolled within the seven to nine to seven range. Sure, if that's how attacks work. Yeah, yeah, that's how attacks work. Okay, so you surprised him. You just didn't surprise the others that were around him. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I have maybe an idea. Yeah. I've got nothing. So, All right, so you take four damage as his compatriots like uh, swing at you. You mostly duck out of the way. Sure. Um, and and the the we now right now have a sleeping dragon <laughs> and an army of orcs and we have the book. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can use my mimic spell and lightly touch the dragon, which would let me seem to the orcs to be telling them to let us go. Ah, brilliant. Yes. Do it. Very smart. Do it. It's a great plan. It just needs one caveat. Somebody has to move the dragon's lips <laughs> in order to make it seem like he's talking. Guys, really? Just because I fit in his mouth. <laughs> uh, okay. Everyone yeah, fits it. in his mouth. Drink it. You got to go do it. <laughs> you guys suck. Fine. Fine. I'll go be the puppet mouth. <laughs> you can also, you can put more poison. You know? Oh. Or peanut butter. <laughs> like Mr. <laughs> I've been defeated. <laughs> I need milk. <laughs> Borg milk. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go over and try and sneak into his mouth without waking him to become the pantomime mouth. Sure. <laughs> well, six plus what? Dex? Yeah. Eight. Yeah. You're still invisible, right? Meanwhile, no. there's an no, orc that stabbed at you. But I'm doing uh, my best to... Roll, roll defy danger to, like, like cleverly avoid it. This is... you got, The stuff you're talking about is still happening, guys. Mm-hmm. You can. Uh, defy danger is 2d6. Yes. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Perfect. Um, so you managed you manage to defy danger, however, not all the way, and your tux was damaged. <gasps> oh, my. Uh, so this whole time, because we, we have a thing that relies on some what of, of sneak, uh, <laughs> uh, Bertram and I are in full-on fight mode. Battle so, mode, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, like, doing two arrows at a time, mm-hmm. slicing dudes' throats and taking a bunch of damage and doing trick moves, and he's just, he's like... biting ankles. He's just slicing ankles <laughs> left and right. <laughs> That's <laughs> Straight down to the The wargs are just... just <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get out of there as fast uh-huh. as they can, doing that whole thing. Yep, right. So that's what's happening. Okay. Um, meanwhile, you guys, so you, you're sneaking into the mouth. Did you roll your sneak? You got. Yeah, I'm successful. What, what would you get? I got six plus two, eight. So eight. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so you're in his mouth, uh, and you feel a. A warm dragony tongue run oh, over you, good. and you have to pretend to be a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I um, <laughs> I immediately like snap to as pointy as I get, which is super easy. So it's just like both elbows up over my head, and I kneel down so it's pointy. So I'm just like as many points and angles as I can yep. be. Uh, and the tongue rolls over you and does not. Register that there is something amiss in this mouth. All those improv classes really paid off. (laughs) (laughs) For a week. Forced University improv! (laughs) A form of a tooth. Taught by by Zan and Jan, improv masters. What's Uh, an ice tooth? (laughs) What of an ice tooth? Okay, that's not really a choice. There's a difference between making a choice and making an ice choice, and I really want to understand. Okay, uh, but you're in the mouth, you're in position, now it's time for you to roll your mimic roll. Guys, oh, nice. guys a lot's riding on this. <laughs> you can do it. Big one. Oh. That's oh, a one yes. of So that's at least successful. What's, plus, what's, the, what's the bonus? Plus one? Cause yeah, that's... Plus so, intelligence? So, yeah. So that's an eight. An eight. Excellent. So you managed to cast Mimic, and now you have the voice. Oh, like, Mimic is you're mimicking a voice, right? Or... I can take the the form, it says. 
So does it now look like there's two dragons in here? This and I'm sitting inside the, the other dragon's mouth? When you look like it, do you also have like, you don't have the, you just look like it. You don't have like its strength or anything like that. Yeah, your physical characteristics match theirs exactly, but your behavior may not. This change persists until I take damage. So now there are just two dragons in there. I'm so, I didn't I realize think... when I made you climb into this dragon's mouth that nothing would be accomplished by it. Why wouldn't? You, why can't you just push you, the dragon into you the know lava what? pit uh, at, with your dragon strength? But let me get because you first. don't have the strength. You just you look just like look it. like it. You know what I'll say? Uh, I'll say this: mimic can work in a myriad of ways. Yeah, there we go. Thank um, you, Tian. And you can either focus the study to take on the form of the creature, or you can embody its voice. That's I'm already an attribute. Now. Yeah. An attribute of said creature. All right, so now you are speaking as the dragon. <laughs> what do you say to the orcs who are battling valiantly against the ranger and badger? Attention, attention, org of orcs. It has been six hours since your last break. And according to our recent collective bargaining agreement, take lunch. All right, I see. It's the 30, everyone. <laughs> uh, good fight. Good on you, Badger. <laughs> I hastily climb out of the dragon's mouth. Oh, guys, the dragons have such bad breath. Ugh. All right. And I'd call that successful. successful. <laughs> you guys, you guys are alone. Let's let's load up a uh, one goat's worth of of treasure. Of treasure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited uh, to hear about this songbook. I kind of want to crack it open and sing a song. Can I do that? Do, I do, you, if, do you want to do it right now? <laughs> you have 30 minutes and a lightly sleeping dragon. Uh, how long is the song? Can I distort realities and see how long is the song? Yeah. Maybe we should just beat it before they come back. How do we get uh, distort realities? See, to see if we can find a way out quickly. A quick way out. Mm, that is a good question. Do it. Uh, I don't. I'm not a tracker. Ro- yeah, somebody oh, roll discern realities and see if there's a quicker way out. Yeah, I got it. Boop, ba-doop, ba-doop. Ah, ten to start. Plus two is twelve. All right. Um. So looking around the cave, uh, you see that there are many geysers, and on sitting atop one, there is a flat rock that every couple of seconds or so gets pushed up by the geyser <laughs> and then falls back in the same place. Let's try that. With the <laughs> improbability of a cartoon. Yeah. Go ahead and do that, I guess. Let's load up our goat and go. Yeah. Can we get on the back of the luxury goat? Is yeah. he still here? Yeah, he's still here. He was he, no help. He was chilling. He was chewing some cud. <laughs> Should we try to do? Yeah. We've yeah. got all this cud to get through. <laughs> I'm really backed up. So who do we? Wait, I want to discern realities and see if there's any other cool shit we should take. Yeah. Um. Great. Yep. <laughs> nope. No. This ordinary oil lamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because they always they always mean something else. It's, uh, they always have a special quality. Yeah. yeah so later tonight yeah, we'll so rub every, that lamp. Everybody roll. And hopefully something amazing will everybody happen. Everybody roll for the piece of treasure that you're gonna grab. Because you really got your magic dagger anyway. I got um, my book. You got you got your book. So I got a five. Uh, so <laughs> you, you, five? you look around and take, ah, look at this ordinary looking cloak. Ah. Ah. 
I bet there's something special about this. Six. A harmless book. (laughs) You all look you all look at each other and wink conspiratorially. As you know, picking the most mundane items in the room, there's absolutely no way they're not magical. Right. (laughs) And you climb on top of your goat, uh, the the badger picks up a ruby, puts it under his cap, mm-hmm. pulls it down on his head, and scampers up onto the goat with you. Uh, just as uh, the geyser starts up, you begin rising into the air. Whoa. The dragon shakes itself awake. <gasps> no! And the geyser raises you up to the top of the mountain, to the mouth of the volcano, and you hear a thundering of claws ramming into mountainside slowly as the dragon climbs its way out after you. It's not over yet. Do it. Open the book. Open the book. I'm going to open the book and I'm going to sing the song, but we're going to telepathically sing the song together at the very same time. Do we have to roll? Yeah. To roll for telepathy. Oh shit. That's seven. Seven. Yeah. Oh god. Oh, that's six. And so that's eleven. Without your thing, so that's thirteen. You got thirteen to this. You open your mouths and you sing a song that will make you fly away home. And you guys coolly and smoothly (laughs) sail through the skies on your flying now propelled luxury coat, (laughs) propelled by the power of music, and some would argue friendship. (laughs) And you land back in your town. With the magical items and the magical item, and as you f- quickly find out, non-magical items, <laughs> uh, which which are then uh, put put on the walls of the bar as trophies to celebrate your victory. You have conquered! Congratulations, heroes! Yeah! And thanks everybody for playing. This was great. Thanks. Thanks so to you. Thank you, James. Much fun. Awesome. I'm I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Like hook, line, and sinker. Where has this been all my life? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Oh man, great, great. That's it. That's all it. Right, That's it. Well, that's it for this week, guys. Don't worry, we're going to have more Dungeon World next week as we put up a complete series in the span of one week. Do not miss it. If you want to hear more from Trisha Bobita, tune in with us on March 18th, where Kat and I will be on the Nerdette podcast to discuss one-shot, gaming, and, of course, epiphany. 
If you want to hear more from Alex and Maggie, and who wouldn't, they're hilarious, don't worry, they'll be in next week's series as well. You guys, One Shot will be at the College of DuPage in Illinois, April 4th through 6th, and at C2E2, April 25th through 27th. Let's hear some copy about that. The Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, also known as C2E2, is a convention spanning the latest and greatest in comics, movies, television, toys, anime, manga, and video games. Bringing the best of popular culture to downtown Chicago on April 25th through 27th. C2E2's show floor is packed with hundreds of exhibitors, panels, and guests, such as Adam Hughes, Brian Azzarello, Eve Miles, and more. It also has autograph sessions, giving fans a chance to interact with their favorite creators, and screening rooms featuring sneak peeks of films and television shows months before they hit either the big or small screen. Join us for the best weekend of the year, April 25th through 27th. For more info, head over to C2E2.com. If you like us, please leave us a rating or review on iTunes, or follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Or you can email me directly at jamesdomatoismagic at gmail.com. You guys, One Shot is a Peaches and Hot Sauce presentation. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. And finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. I can't